Welcome everybody to the Nerdpool Podcast with the fat fool who loves Deadpool, your host, Jamie. The water's fine. Come on in. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Nerdpool Podcast. As always, I am your host, the fat fool that loves Deadpool. Yes, it's me. It's me. It's the JMIE, your 77th favorite podcast host. And as always, you're Sherpa down this road of nerdiness. And today's episode, we're going to be talking about some of the stuff coming out of the San Diego Comic-Con 2019. That's right, the mecca of pop culture, the mecca of nerddom. Nerddom. Damn near killed them, am I right? <laughs> okay, I'll stop. That's right, we're going to be talking about some trailers that have dropped, some of the news, who's the winners, who's the losers, just a little bit of the stuff that caught my attention from all the the, the glory that is San Diego Comic-Con. Once again, I was not there. Another day, always a bridesmaid, never a bride. One day I'll get there, but until then, I'm just going to drop some of the stuff we're talking about. First off, we're going to be talking about a few trailers, just just some trailers that hit that caught my attention. Uh, we got a trailer for... The new Terminator Dark Fate, which is going to be returning of Arnold Schwarzenegger, Lemo Hamilton, and Edward Furlong is going to be returning as John Connor. This is supposed to be a direct sequel to the second one, and they're going to forget all the other ones because that's what they do now. The <sighs> James Cameron's doing this one. Terminator, the first one was amazing. The second one is the best of the film. Even the third one was okay. None of them are... After the second one, none of them are particularly just god-awful terrible, except for Gen Isis. Uh, yeah, that's right, I said Gen Isis, because that's how it seems to be spelled. But they're just, they're, they never seem like they could capture that that grit or that, that emotion or just the fun that the first two had. And this one, I don't know, guys. Uh, they're bringing him, you know, with all the people returning, I know what they're trying to do. Mainly, I think that they saw what Halloween did when they brought back, you know, Jamie Lee Curtis. and But she's playing the exact role that Lemma Hamilton played. And I feel like this is going to be a rehash. I don't know how this is going to turn out, guys. I don't know how it's going to work. Uh, I'm optimistically excited and yet nervous because I, I just, I don't think they can capture the magic. I think Arnold might be too old, I think. And it's just it's just not going to be able to work. However, we did get a surprise Top Gun trailer, Top Gun Maverick. Uh, the trailer, I, I don't like the trailer. You know, Top Gun was good. It, it, this is so far past the first one. I don't know how it's going to work. I don't know how they're going to turn it into something special. I think this is just trying to rehash a movie for rehash sake to try to, you know, grab that great um what's the word i'm looking for they're trying to to get that reboot money that seems to be happening all through hollywood right now and i just i don't know if rehashing and rebooting uh maverick and you know goose and all these people are going to actually work or how it's going to be portrayed into a new film franchise or if they're even do i mean they're older there, I think this one's supposed to be doing with drones instead of planes, but that takes some of the human element out of it. I don't know. We'll just have to see how it goes. But for that one, I am actually looking for probably a red box uh, look instead of going to the theater, simply because I like Top Gun, but this one just didn't grab my attention. First trailer, the first bit, you know, it could always get better, but honestly, that that first grip and that first snatch that they're supposed to see just didn't get me where I wanted to be, especially for this big of a reboot. Speaking of reboots, people, 
That's right. Uh, we got our first look at Jay and Silent Bob Reboot, the new film from Kevin Smith, which is reprising his role as Silent Bob, with Jason Mewes reprising his role as Jay Mewes. If you remember in the early 2000s when they did Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, it was Jay and Silent Bob, the side characters from Kevin Smith movies such as Mallrats, Chasing Amy, Clerks, Dogma, pretty much all of these films that they were in in the View Askewiverse. This was their first forego in Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back as they find out that there's a movie being made about the comic book that they are based off of, uh, Blunt Man and Chronic, and they go to Hollywood to try to stop it. Now, in the hilarious reboot, they are doing the exact same thing. They find out there's a reboot being made, so they go to Hollywood to stop the reboot of a movie that they thought sucked ass. And the the film, I mean, guys, I, I, I really... I might be the wrong person to talk to because I'm such a Kevin Smith mark. I'm such a Kevin Smith fan. And this trailer just made me feel all kind of special. I mean, I'm laughing and I'm I'm just getting a nostalgia boost from it. And it looks hilarious. Kevin Smith movies, when he does these, are always funny. People say that they're too immature and potty mouth humor. And, you know, they might be right, but they are so funny and it's so good. And this is just going to have a bevy of, you know, cameos from Star Matt Damon's returning. Ben Affleck's returning. We're getting um, the Craig Robinson's returning. We're getting Justin Robbins. Justin Robbins. I'm sorry, guys. I'm just so excited. Justin Long is going to be coming in. Uh, We're getting, you know, Melissa Bennett, who's a Supergirl for the CW. We're getting, you know... Val Kilmer is going to be in this film where it's just so many, it's going to have so many cameos from big name celebrities because Kevin Smith, for if you love him or hate him, I don't know why you would hate him. The man is loved in Hollywood. He is probably the most humble guy you can think of when it comes to somebody who's made all these movies and somebody who's as well known as him. And it looks fun. It looks exciting. It looks like it's Kevin Smith returning to Kevin Smith's roots. And honestly, I could just, I could just see it being the, the surprise dark horse hit of the year, even though it's not going to make the money that, you know, say an end game day, it's not making billions. It's probably not going to make, you know, $500 million, but I would love to see this push just and make as much money because he, he deserves that hundred million dollar movie. He's never had a hundred million dollar movie in a theater. And I would love for this one to be his first one, especially because I just had such a small and special place in my heart for Kevin Smith as being the person who helped me get into podcasting, you know, who's helped me where I'm writing a movie now and just him, him not helping me. Like I, he's not hands on, like I don't talk to him, but it's just him being the inspiration behind all the things that I do for content and pop culture. And I just can't think of enough. And I'm like, it's such a mark for him. And I think it's going to be a great film. Speaking of it, we got the second and I'm guessing final trailer for it too. And this movie just looks so creepy, guys. I mean, the first one, you, you know, if you saw the first one, they just went over the top. And it was, it wasn't, to me, wasn't scary, scary. It was just very creepy. Now, granted, I'm a horror movie fan, and I've seen a lot. So, it takes a lot for a movie to grasp me and to actually scare me. So, that, so when I say it wasn't scary, it doesn't mean that it wasn't a scary movie. It just means that it didn't scare me. I know a lot of people it did scare. And... It Chapter 2 looks more creepy, and it looks like they can go farther now because they're not dealing with children. They're dealing with adults. So, I fully intend this to go balls-to-the-wall crazy with Pennywise, the dancing clown. 
you know, it's going to be, it's going to be terrifying. It's going to be scary. It's got an all-star cast. You know, James McAvoy is, is part of it. And, him heading it is a big deal for it because I know McAvoy's had a little bit of a, a rough patch with films recently, you know, with the Dark Phoenix, with Glass, and stuff like this. These films that haven't done what he is. He's a fantastic actor, and this one's gonna pull him out because this one's gonna make all the money for horror films. I mean, it's just it's just a great, great movie and a great book, and they're gonna stick to it as best they can, and it's gonna be. It's going to be a, a scary, scary film. Uh, we got looks for TV shows. A Walking Dead Season 10 tape trailer drop. I'm a little bit behind my Walking Dead. It, it seemed like it's kind of fallen off a bit for me. Um, I have not watched the trailer for The Walking Dead Season 10. I'm just bringing it up because it was one of the big things. The show's still big, and I'm still wanting to give it a chance. And hopefully they can reel me back in. But they're, you know, the, a lot of their titular main characters are leaving the show. And that's not helping it. You know, you're, you're, you're actually... Losing audience when they've grown to know these characters because a lot of characters we haven't had emotional attachment to are stepping up and it's hard to keep a film going or a TV show going with characters that you haven't had that emotional connection to like you had you know with Daryl and and Carl and Rick and all these characters from the beginning. So we'll just see how it goes. We got to look at the Star Trek Picard that is going to be on the CBS All Access app. Um, guys, I'm gonna be honest with you, I'm not a Trek fan. Never have been a Trek fan. It is cool seeing him come back. And apparently we're going to get Data coming back. And people like that. But I've just never been a big Star Trek fan. The reboot, the re, reboot of the films that J.J. Um, Abrams has done, they were okay. But even then, then they didn't grab me. I've just I've always been the Star Wars guy. And I was never a Trekkie, a Trekker, whatever you guys are calling yourself nowadays. It was just never a, an actual big deal for me and I just couldn't really ever get into it it's a lot of science tech shows and and not a lot of action like I would want but if you're into Star Trek it's going to be a cool visual and a cool thing for you to get into Westworld season three dropped I have not finished Westworld season two yet but I'm trying Westworld is an amazing show on HBO and I fully intend again this season just to be as good as I have been because Westworld is a great concept that has turned into a pretty good execution we got HBO's Watchmen TV show has dropped their trailer, and this looks so interesting. It's not the Watchmen from the comic books. It's past all that. We get to see the return of Dr. Manhattan in this trailer somewhat. I mean, you know, you get to see a, a blue man picking up a mask from a Dr. Manhattan. So that's going to probably end up being Dr. Manhattan. This has me really, really interested in where they're going to go with this because it could be fantastic. It could be their next big hit. Or it could be a flop. It's all going to depend on how people perceive a Watchmen show that isn't really about the Watchmen. It's after all the Watchmen events have taken place. We get an Arrowverse trailer uh, from the CW's final season of Arrow. Which is going to lead into Crisis on Infinite Earths. The multi-platform crossover of all the DC stuff. Which we're going to get into in a little bit. So I'm going to pump the brakes that. But... The, they dropped the tra trailer for Arrow, which is going to lead up to that. This is the final season. Uh, I dropped off of Arrow a while back because it got too soap opera type-esque and too much of a teen drama type for me. So I'm going to watch this last season because I'm hoping that at least with the last season they're going to go out with a bang. Stephen Amell playing the titular character of you know the Green Arrow was always interesting to me. I think he does a fantastic job. It's just it got a little too much love story-ish for me for a comic book movie. So... I, I kind of backed off. This final season, though, I'm going to watch, I'm going to get into, and we're going to see how it goes. Speaking of the next season, Marvel. 
Marvel probably won Comic Con, guys, because they dropped so much. I mean, they dropped the entire film slate coming up. They've shocked us with announcements of who's playing characters. They have shocked us with TV show drops. We're going to just get into probably Phase 4, which is these are just the films that they have connected for Phase 4. Uh, in 2020, we're going to get two films, and we're getting three to four in 2021. Three for sure, four possibly. Next year, we're going to get the Black Widow film. Finally, Scarlett Johansson is getting her solo Black Widow film. Uh, people are asking how this is going to go when she's dead. This is simple. All you have to do is do it before she dies, you know. Honestly, I think this could be, I don't, you don't really have to have an origin story. I think this could be her, and if you put Clint Barton or Hawkeye, however you want to call him, put him into it, you know, they keep talking about Budapest and all this other stuff. Let's see some of them missions that she was on. Let's see some of the stuff before she became quote-unquote Black Widow, or even after she was part of S.H.I.E.L.D., Let's see, before she, the Avengers got together, before they knew about Iron Man, let's see some of the stuff that they went through. Let's see her battling, you know, doing her espionage and taking on, you know, rogue soldiers. Let's do this. That's how it's going to be. And that's going to be a great film. Scarlett Johansson does great in the character role. And, man, you know, it might be politically incorrect to say, but damn, she is beautiful. She is fine. And I'm, I'm excited for it. We're also getting the Eternals in 2020. And that's basically, that's really could be the beginning of how the entire MCU came to be. It could be the beginning of how the Infinity Stones came. It depends on how they want to go with it. They're talking about gender swapping roles and everything. And, and normally I'm against that. The only reason I was here is because if you're eternal, if you have that much power, then you could probably write it into where there's shape shift. And I could, I could understand it. I'm not really that upset about it. We'll just have to see how that goes. Just don't screw it up, Marvel. You know, you've got a lot coming up. You're coming off the biggest success ever. And we really need, you know, we don't need you to slack now. Now is not the time to, to coast on your morals. Now is the time to step up and say that we're going to kill this and we're going to still pre present you with the best quality movies and shows and everything that we can. So, Marvel, we're looking at you. In 2021, we're getting Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Now, this is going to have the return of the real Mandarin being the actual villain in this. Uh, I don't know a lot about Shang-Chi. I'm going to be honest with you. And I think this is Marvel's real... This is a real step in a weird direction because this has a chance for this not to work. You know, we've said that before, you know, when they, when they decided to do the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy... Even Doctor Strange and stuff like that. People are saying, well, this is going to be the one where they fail. This has a lot of potential to fail. This also has a lot of potential to be amazing. We're going to have to wait and see. Marvel has a great track record with me. So, you know what? I'm all for it. And we're going to see how it ends up being. Because I think this could end up being a really fun film into the full way of mystical arts and martial arts. And, you know, it could be the front runner for a bunch of different characters going forward and we'll just have to see again i marvel has a great track record so i'm all in for you guys don't don't make me look stupid the one i'm probably most excited about about film wise that they were talked about was dr strange in the multiverse of madness coming out in 2021 this is also going to have scarlet witch in it and it since they said the multiverse there's been rumors that they're going to actually have him going to the sony verse and stuff like that i think this is actually how they're going to introduce the x-men and and films of that nature if you're going into a multiverse if you're talking about multiple dimensions and multiple you know verses universes out there 
This is probably the best chance, and this is going to be fun. I don't. They have not said who the villain is. I don't know how they're going to pull this off. I don't know exactly what the storyline is, but just the multiverse of madness. That entire phrase caught me, and it's got me just excited. Of all the possibilities of you know Earth twenty ninety nine, we're on Earth six one six. They've already brought that up, and uh, Spider Man Far Far From Home, which. Turned out to be a BS, but you know, it could be real. So we might actually get to see a real Mysterio. We might get to see other Spider-Man villains and villains from Marvel Universe that we might not ever actually get to see fully in the MCU. So this is really fun. Now, okay, now it's time for me to just get a little bit off my chest. Uh, In 2021, we're getting Thor Love and Thunder. This is going to see Chris Hemsworth return. This is going to see the return of Valkyrie. And this is going to see the return of Natalie Portman as Jane Foster. And um, they are going to, she's going to be playing female Thor. I don't know how this goes. I don't know how it works. I know, again, Marvel, it hasn't done wrong, so I'm, I'm hopefully optimistic here. But Marvel is so worried about diversifying everything that I'm afraid they're going to lose a lot of audience. We've said this before, when you cater to a small sect of an audience that doesn't really pay attention to comic books, you're alienating the majority of the people who got you where you are. Now, I know that Jane Foster was the female Thor in the comic books, and people love running that argument up. I will say this. If you read those comic books, they fucking sucked. I tried. I gave them a shot. I was I was not... I, I tried my best. And they're terrible. They're not good writing. Now, maybe Feige and them can figure it out how to do it. I don't like the Thor, and I understand the whole uh, Melnor picks people who are worthy of the label of Thor and blah, 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 blah. I don't like it. I don't like when they do stuff like this. You guys, you've heard, I've said, I really hope this film works. I, I don't know how they're going to do it, and maybe it's just because Natalie Portman has kind of soured me on her in the Marvel Universe. We'll see. I'm going to give it a shot. But honestly, I am really not that happy about this. You can say that it's gender bias. You can say it's sexist. You can say whatever you want to say. But them putting her in the comic books didn't work. The story sucked. And if you're going to try to use that as an argument, that is a terrible argument. We'll have to see how it goes. I really hope that they can prove me wrong. Uh, we're talking about DC or Disney+. Plus. Disney+. Plus is going to be the digital digital streaming app for Disney and Marvel released a lot of slate of film of movies coming not movies excuse me a lot of TV shows that are going to be coming from them in that platform alone uh, we're getting 2020 we're getting the Falcon and Winter Soldier we're going to see the Falcon and Winter Soldier actually team up taking on Nemo who's going to be reprising his role with the actual ac- comic accurate mask which is very very exciting to me. This film could be a great buddy cop movie. That's Sebastian and Falcon. They have a great chemistry between them in the MCU. They're funny. Kind of like they're both competing over who could be the best friend of Steve Rogers. They're still saying Steve Rogers could return for Disney and Marvel. This could be the way to do it. Whether it's old Steve Rogers or whatever. But this a buddy cop movie with these two being like kind of a lethal weapon-esque type TV show with them battling a villain. Fun. You've got my money and I'm ready. We got Loki coming in 2021. This is in an alternate dimension where he got the Tesseract 
from in, in from in games. We're going to be following him in that timeline to see how things go. Tom Hiddleston is going to be reprising his role as Loki, and this could be fun. The trickster god of war, god of pranks, you know, god of tricks, whatever you want to call him. He has a great chemistry about him, and this could be a fun to lead into a, another show, which is What If. That's going to be coming in 2021. Also, this is going to be all the MCU characters or a big giant um, sect of them are going to be coming back to reply as their role in Marvel's What If. What if this happened? What if that happened? What if this person took over? It was a great comic book idea that they used in the 90s and they're going to be doing it on a TV show which is really fun to see you know what if Captain America never took the serum uh what if the Red Skull took over what what if you know Ant-Man was evil you know just st- these stories of what ifs are going to be fun and great and I think that's going to be a great show we're getting WandaVision with Wanda and uh Vision it's going to be I want this to be like it was in the comics. I want this to leave it to Beaver type. I want it to be leave it to Beaver with two superpower beings. That's what I want. The kind of in the comics they kind of go with that route, and I want it to be that. I want him to be the sweater wearing Vision. I want her to be the housewife who works Wanda, and I want them to deal with day to day life with kids, but and parenting, but also having their superpower stuff on the side, kind of like. I guess you could say, kind of like what the Incredibles did, where they're having to help but still maintain the kids and everything else. We're also getting Hawkeye, and this is going to have uh, his sidekick return to the one that takes over the Hawkeye mantle. And this is fun. Jeremy Renner is coming back. I love Hawkeye as a character. I always have. I know he got hated on the most of any of the Avengers. Why? I don't know. But I think it was fun, and I actually think this could be the best thing for him to kind of just endear him to people because we're not seeing him take on supervillains. Kind of like we'll see, like what I hope we see in the Black Widow film, you'll see him just taking on missions that he's done in the past or even now. You know, he, he's not he's not fighting supervillains. He's taking on other armies. He's taking on other cultures, spice type stuff. And that's that's what I'm looking for in the actual, you know, TV show of Hawkeye. Uh, we're talking not just about that. Uh, they have unofficially announced Blade as being a movie. They never, they didn't say a release date, but they did actually say that Blade is coming, which is going to be huge. Uh, they are rebooting Blade. It is going to be rated R, which, guys, that's just that's a big deal because Marvel has not done an R-rated film yet, and. With them taking Blade, Blade, I was worried that they were going to try and actually do a PG-13 Blade. And Marvel could have done it, but you need that grittiness and that horror factor in the Blade. You're dealing with vampires, after all. Could this lead to him fighting Morbius? I don't know. Morbius is owned by Sony, but Sony and Marvel are having a working relationship. They did officially hire um, Mahershia Ali. I just mispronounced her name terribly, I know. Uh, great pick for Blade. He was he was in Luke Cage. He's been been in other stuff. He he's an he's an amazing actor. He looks the part. And they have actually said that they are hoping to get Wesley Snipes to come back in some role. More than likely, he'll be Whistler, the guy who trains Blade. I personally would like it if Blade, if Wesley Snipes played Dracula. You know, so in maybe not the first movie, but further down, you see them battle and 
Wesley Snipes has come full circle. Wesley Snipes has to pump his brakes on his ego a little bit because that's what killed the Blade franchise before was Wesley Snipes being Wesley Snipes. But it's 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 a great step in a good direction. We're getting X-Men. Kevin Feige said that they're working on the X-Men movies as we speak. He also said we're getting a Fantastic Four movie, which I am so excited for. That, that we might actually get a Fantastic Four film that is done really well and done to the specs that we all know it can be done to. And we're also getting, in Phase 5, Ryan Reynolds is teasing Deadpool as an R-rated film, and I hope so. Ryan Reynolds is probably going to be the only one returning from to reprise his role as uh, Deadpool and an X-Men from any of the X-Men franchise. I doubt that Marvel going to use James McAvoy or anybody like that. I'm pretty sure they're going to recast everybody. But... Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds is Deadpool. You're not going to recast Deadpool. And that was probably the the best, best thing that we can come up with and the best thing that they can do. And that just got me all kinds of goosebumpy. But they're keeping all that on the low. Like I said, Blade's been announced. They have not officially announced the date. Uh, I look for that probably in 2021. I think we'll probably get that maybe early 2022. But that that's what's going to be happening. The Fantastic Four was just a quick little drop. They haven't actually said anything else about that. But, you know, we'll see how it goes. Uh, moving on from Marvel, we're moving into DC. And DC didn't come with a lot, guys. People are saying that DC lost. But I'll tell you, honestly, DC brought a, a big, big thing. and Probably something I'm super excited for. They're doing Titan Season 2 uh, on the DC Comics app, which I don't get because Swamp Thing got canceled. And they're saying that DC was not going to be, that the app was going to go away. Apparently, we were wrong. But Teen Titans has taken off. It has become a huge hit. I gotta admit, guys, I thought the movie, they thought it was gonna suck. I was wrong. I apologize to DC. It, it turned out to be very well done. But the biggest news coming out of it is the Crisis on Infinite Earth storyline that's going to span Supergirl, Arrow, Flash, uh, all their TV shows. Um, this is going to bring everything full circle everything's going to be connected they are connecting every universe the dceu universe the smallville universe the superman returns universe you're having every character from these coming in they're reprising their roles and they're bringing them all together so guys you don't understand teen titans is going to be part of this okay we're getting brandon routh is coming back for his superman he's going to return with it they're talking about putting DC movies, bringing their guy in. Now, I don't know what all they're going to do. More than likely, that's going to be clips from the films put into the movie, into the TV show. But, guys, they are literally bringing all their multiverses, all their universes for this event. This is the biggest crossover they've ever done. I don't know how they top it. I mean, if you literally put, like, if you put Michael Keaton's Batman and say that it's part of it, you know, in this universe, if you put the... The Brandon Ralph Superman in this. You put the Smallville Superman in this. You're putting Ezra Miller's Flash. You know, you're putting all this. If you do all this, where do you go from here? This is a huge step for them. And this is DC throwing out all their punches and getting ready to go to war. That's what this is. And I am super, super fucking excited for this. I mean, we're getting multiple Supermans, multiple Batmans, hopefully Batmans. We're getting, you know... Aquaman's, Wonder Woman's, we're getting all these different universes and all these different villains and, and and it's just, it's going to be 
an insane, insane thing. You know, they they DC dropped stuff for the Flash TV show and everything, but the Crisis on Infinite Earth is probably what was their biggest, you know, punch that they threw, and they did not disappoint with all that because I think it's going to be an amazing, amazing event. And I love the Flash TV show, as you guys know. Uh, I've been watching Supergirl, Arrow. I fell off. I'm watching. Going to end up watching that. They got a new Batgirl coming out with Ruby Rose, and that that has not grabbed me yet the way I wanted when they introduced her in the Supergirl uh, film or the Supergirl TV show. She she didn't look bad. She played the character, but the the stuff that you're reading, and again, you got to take all that with a grain of salt. It looks like they're kind of going in a, a a feminist route which is fine with what they want to do but that's not going to drag me in i don't want to see men bashing the entire time i understand you, you're not going to have batman but i want to see batgirl be batgirl or batwoman or however you want to pronounce it. i don't want to see her just hating on men the entire time so we'll have to see how that goes and how it ends up but again the entire the entire DC universe. I mean, every universe is coming together for Crisis on Infinite Earth. And from the story that they put out at Comic-Con and what they're saying with bringing everybody in, guys, this is going to be a huge event. Huge event. And it just it just got me excited because if, if they do it right, this could be one of the biggest events in television. It, it really could. Uh, I know people have been saying it's over-exaggerating or over, you know, overdoing it, but just look at it. If, if, if they take every DC film and every DC TV show and all that and bring it together and say that this is all part of the different universe. You know, they're saying Burt Ward is going to come back and play Robin in this. If you take all these films, movies, TV shows, everything and incorporate and say that they're all part of this DC universe, multiverse, and it's just they're on their own different earths and different dimensions, guys, that's huge and that is a big deal and a big step and imagine the stuff they can come up with later on for that. It just it's it's a big deal, and I hope they do it right. So DC, I'm looking at you guys. I'm giving you the break. You and Warner Brothers, you got my attention. You got to deliver on it because you you you've been hurting in the films. You you haven't done the films the way you should, and this could be a saving grace for you to actually use them later on down the road. Guys, that's some of the biggest news coming out of Comic-Con and some of the best stuff that, that caught my attention, and I hope you liked it. Let me know if there's anything that I missed, anything that you guys are were excited about that maybe I, I didn't talk about. I mean, there's cosplayers, there's to- exclusive toy lines, you know, there's all this different stuff that comes around with Comic-Con that there's so much you can't just talk about it in, you know, a short podcast. I could go on probably over and over for the next week about it. But let me know in the comments uh, if you if there's anything I missed that you would like. Uh, you can tweet them at me, at NerdPoolPod. You can follow me on Instagram, at NerdPoolPodcast. Hit that subscribe button. Follow me, and let's get it going. You can follow me on Twitch, at NerdPoolGaming. I'm finally going to start my streaming again. I know I've been talking about it forever, guys. And I know, I know, I know, you guys, you get on to me. But getting the equipment set up is was the best part, and trying to get the equipment in is was hard. Um, I got it, and it's going to come, and I promise you that I'm going to start it back up. Thank you all for being here with me. So remember to like, comment, subscribe, follow. Just you know what? If you, if you anything, just just tell your fr- friends, tell your neighbors about me, and let them listen, and let's see if they go. You guys have been amazing. You guys are the reason I do this. So until next time, that's Nerdpool. See ya.
Only when it's sad.